With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good morning. Welcome to Saturday's Simply Pray prayer call. It's Prophetess Rhonda Hammond. Good morning. And welcome you all to this morning, this day, uh, this day in prayer. We just want to um, acknowledge God first, um, his presence, for his being, his awesomeness. And that's what we're going to talk about today, not so much awesome, the word awesome, because I'm in awe with God. But we just want to thank God for just giving us another day and just acknowledging all that we do. We so thank you, God, for just all things, Lord God, and just waking up with us this morning and giving us the ability to wake up this day that we've never seen before. And I just want to start it in praise and reverence and honor, Lord, because I thank you for everything. Lord God, we ask you just to bless this call, bless your people, Lord God. Bless the revelation that will come forth on this day, Lord God. We just thank you for this day, Lord God. I ask you to just bless us in a special place today because you know what today holds, Lord God. So I just ask you to just keep us, keep your mind on us today. Keep your pulse on us today as we go through. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to welcome you this morning. Um, I had to pray because I'm in, in, in multiple places this morning. And um, thinking about God and thinking about my life and all kind of good, good things. And so we welcome you to the prayer call this morning. It is the middle of the month. It is beautiful outside. I usually give you a forecast. I don't have it today. I don't know what degrees it is. I believe it's 70 or 69. It is just wonderful outside already. So we welcome you into, um, I call it the prayer room, even though we're on the phone. I feel like we're in the prayer room. I'm in my prayer room. I'm in my car. Um, wherever you are, um, we welcome you. Today we want to talk about um, the awe of God. It's a word that we use all the time. Oh, you know, it's like, oh, you just, oh, you just blessed me, right? But I'm going to tell you what happened last week. Last week I was just, you know, taking time and just coming off of a, um, a week because I just went back to work on the second, and so. Um, this week was like my full, full week back, not training, because when you were training, it was just you had some time, downtime and everything. So this was like back in production is the word that we use a lot, back in full production and moving and reading. It's a lot of um, intense reading that goes on. So your eyes are moving um, and just a lot that goes on and a lot of the thought process, right? So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, Lord, um, I just want to – um, sit and just think of, you know, your goodness. And so I watched the Son of God, believe it was on uh, Netflix. And so I'm watching the Son of God, and I got so um, amazed by this thing that happened. Now, mind you, this is a movie. And sometimes I watch the movies, watch movies often about the Bible because I want to keep the this, this story rich in me. And, um, and just, you know, over and over again, it's like going to Sunday school, I'm watching a movie, I'm watching the, the Bible stories, and I'm just um, all wrapped up. And so um, Jesus is um, four days late because Lazarus has already died. And uh, he gets there, and he says, he says, roll back the tomb. And when he rolls back the tomb, it's funny because as I'm sitting in the car, um, we're looking at, this is springtime, if I could digress for a second, we have a plan. Um, that we named Lazarus for the, the reasoning of it dies because of the annual plant and it comes back up. And so this is the time where Lazarus, our plant, comes back up. And so we keep watching the little uh, prongs and, and buds come out of the ground, and we're waiting for Lazarus to come out of the ground. But anyway, so back to the movie. So they roll back the, the, the tomb. Jesus says, roll back the tomb, and he goes in, and uh he he takes a um, – I've never seen this version, but he goes to the top of Lazarus' head, and he puts his hands around his head, and he speaks to him. He speaks the words, 
Lazarus in this movie is fully dead. You can see, as I said, he was there for four days. He's um, very still in this uh, picture. He is very uh, discolored because he's losing, you know, of, of course he's lost circulation. He's lost uh, the ability to move, to live, to breathe, all of those things. So he's very um, stoic, staunch, just he's, Lazarus is gone four days. So Jesus comes behind him and he stands behind him and puts his in his head and he begins to speak these words and all of a sudden Lazarus takes a breath and he opens up his eyes and he just opens up his eyes and he looks. He doesn't move yet. And then I believe Jesus tells him to to move and then and Lazarus begins to move. And then this is what I saw in Jesus. Jesus' eyes begin to tear up and then he made this look as if he were in awe at everything, right? He made this this look like he were in he was in awe with everything. And and in that, in that very moment, I thought about it takes the foolish thing to confine the wise, right? Because this is four days, and he's able to go in there and bring Lazarus back, right? And, and nobody is expecting that. And even when I looked, and I know this is a movie, but even when I looked at Jesus heal him, I looked at him as if he had the all of God because that's the all that I, I get. When God does things sometimes and we don't know how he does, he's going to do them, we are in such awe with him because he did it in a way that we didn't know, right? Almost as if um, Jesus, because he's in his body, knows he's the son of God. He knows all that God can do, right? But because he's in, in this carnal, almost as if he were um, in so so in awe with God, so almost like surprised that this thing could happen, and then compassion at the same time, and humbled all at the same time. All in that, I got that that um the look in his eyes, and he was just like, "God, you are so awesome that you did that." And uh, and and the the other thing is that gave him the ability to perform that miracle, total dependence, total reliance on God. And he didn't have a whole bunch to say. He just said a couple words, and Lazarus got up, and he lived. And so today I want to talk about the all of God, because I usually have the all of God, right? The all of God I have when um, he does something amazing, incredible um, in my life, where I'm just like, oh, man. Um, when God, uh, I just was talking about, I'm going to give you the meaning of the all of God. Um. When God speaks to me in such a way, and um, I, I told you guys a month or so ago, maybe it was two months ago, about the dream that I had about going to Hungary, about in Northwest Hungary, and how I was opening up book, many books and um, speaking and praying in this whole different country. And I'm in the awe of God with that because when I got up, I was literally still in my spirit there in the in that place because when I got up, I still was speaking in my heavenly language, walking in the house, and my my carnal man is here and at all with God because you were taking me to a place that I've never even seen or knew or thought about, and here I'm engaged in a whole prayer and conversation with, I believe, wise, sage men opening up books that I'm not privy to here in New Jersey, but in my spiritual um transportation, I am in a different place, and so I'm in awe with God. And so I want to give you this the definition of an all-overwhelming feeling of reverence, admiration, fear, etc., produced by that which is grand, sublime, extremely powerful, or the like, in awe of God, in awe of great political figures. Um, and then it says, the second meaning is archaic, power to inspire fear or reverence. In all with God, I want you to focus on overwhelming feeling of reverence, admiration, fear, and etc. An overwhelming feeling of reverence, admiration, and fear. Amen. Today, those words admiration, reverence. So when I think about the all of God, when I got up out of that that dream, that the the fear and reverence, but it's that great fear because it's the fear of God. You taking us to places that we have no idea in the spirit, taking us to places um, for a purpose in which we have no idea, 
referencing God because he has so much powerful. He is mighty. He is omniscient. He he has this awesome plan for our lives. And so even when we think about the all of God, and if you have ever had any of these experiences or if you're in your prayer closet or in your prayer room, wherever you are, there's ways that God speaks to you and talks to you that you are in all with God. I am in all with God because I watch him do and clean up even as I look back at this week and think about where my life was compared to today, even my thought process compared to was into what it is today. I am at all with God because he keeps um, uh, talking to me, right? He keeps on loving me. I I keep saying this, this I am the apple of his eye. I am the apple of his eye. I keep thinking about that in all with God, that he would clean me up in such a way and wouldn't leave me in such a um, a, a down place, a wretch place, uh, um, a place where I, I always felt like this wasn't going to be, this was just going to be the way that it was going to be. And I am in all with God. Not so much with the, the, um, the material things of life, but just in my relationship with God because he, all, he makes all things new in his time, right? So I want to give you this scripture today, in all with God. I want you to think about that reverence, admiration, which is love, fear, etc. right? So I want to go over here because our scripture today is Psalms 33 and 8. Um, it starts off, let all the world, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe. Psalms 33 and 8, but I'm going to read you the entire um, Psalm 33, 69. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as a heap. He layeth up the depth in their storehouses. Let all the earth, let all the inhabitants of the world stand in all men. For he spake, and it is done. He commanded, and it was stood. It was, it was fast. It was stood fast. I'm sorry. Let me give you that last part. For he spake, and it was done. And he commanded, and it stood fast. When God speaks, things happen. And when God says, and when God says was, was, and when God says is, it is, and when God says it will be, it will be. And it is by the word of the Lord that all the heavens and earth were made, and that is why we stand in awe of our awesome God. So sometimes we always say God is awesome, there's on there. Our God is awesome, right? And because it's that. Awesome is the the longer version of all, I believe, because it was just we. He's in all. We're in all of Him, right? I thought about when I was getting prepared to this today. I thought about this saying that we say, and I've said it even here on the circle that the word fear is in the Bible three hundred and sixty five times, and when we say that, we say that in reference to. The word fear is in the Bible 365 times because um, we deal with fear a lot. We deal with fear, um, intimidation, being timid. God says he doesn't give us a spirit of fear. And so when we use that, we say that fear is in the Bible 365 times, which means that God deals with fear a lot. But in dealing, not in dealing, getting ready for this Bible study, I looked at that and I said, it's not so much the fear of what we embody or we it's the fear of God. It's the awe. Because it says, let all the earth fear the Lord. So that would be one of those 365, that all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. But if you go down to Deuteronomy 6 and 2, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep his statutes. Deuteronomy 6 and 13, thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shalt swear by his name. I'm going to give you a couple of these because I just want today to talk about the awe. Because in the awe is the fear, it's the admiration, it's the awe, it's the fear. And so that we would go back to a place where we would fear God, that we would fear God, amen? And not fear him that we would be, that we would be scared of God, but that we would acknowledge his presence, that we would know that he is God, and, and we would um, um, pay attention to what God is speaking to us, and that we would um, make decisions to um, spend some time with God, and we would make decisions to clean up our lives, and we would make some decisions to um, follow his statutes and his principles and his precepts. Amen? So I'm going to go on and just give you some things to think about this morning. When God gave us his word, when he gave his word to Israel and the law of Moses, they were to show 
their all love and respect for him by keeping his word, that we give respect for him and keeping his word. This was a, a spirit check for me, heart check for me um, in this message because it's not just when I started it was I'm in awe with God. I saw it in the movie Son of God as I talked about in the beginning when um, Jesus woke up Lazarus in all in all of the miracles, when he talks to Peter, and even you see it again when he told Peter to go fish, and Peter's like, there's no fish out here. And he says, go, you know, cast your nets. And even as Peter is pulling the nets in and there's all this fish, he's amazed by that, right? He's in awe because he just told Jesus there was no fish out there. But at the same time, Jesus was looking, and, and he has this, this awe in him too, right, because he's, like, watching it all go, you know, go on. So this fear, this love, this admiration for God. So Deuteronomy 6 and 24, and the Lord commanded us to do all his statutes to fear the Lord our God. Deuteronomy 10 and 12 says, what doeth the Lord thy God require of thee but to fear the Lord thy God? to walk in his ways and to love him and to serve the Lord thy God with these statutes to do them. Deuteronomy 28 and 58, observe to do all the words of the law that are written in this book, that thou mayest fear this glorious and fearful name, the Lord thy God. Deuteronomy 31 and 12, gather the people together, men and women and children, and thy stranger that is within thy gate, that they may hear and that they um, may learn and fear the Lord your God and observe to do what the word of this law. Psalms 111 and 10. So this is all Deuteronomy, um, all Deuteronomy, but Psalms 111 and 10 says, the fear all of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, a good understanding, have all they that do his commandments, his praise endures forever. Proverbs 1 and 7, the fear all of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. This is the fear. This is all of those in the beginning of Deuteronomy is talking about the fear and reverence and statutes, right, and commandments. But here this is about the fear of God brings wisdom, right? Proverbs 9 and 10 says the fear all of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the holy is understanding. And then Proverbs 30. 15 and 33 is the fear or awe of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. So we deal with the fears of awe, right? And then we get some other scriptures at the bottom. And it's Psalm 25 and 14. The secret of the Lord is within them that fear him. I'm going to give you like five of them. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him. Psalm 34 and 7. The angel of the Lord encampeth ground about them that fear him and deliver them. And Psalm 34, um, 9, Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no no want to them that fear him. I, I believe if we, and you know, I always do this because God gives me one word, and then we could just pick that word apart. I believe if we pick, if we pull the word all and fear out, we would realize that if we fear him, right, we have to get back to a place. I was sitting there and I look at God, I got to get back to a place. Um, where I just even look at these words and get into a place by humility and the fear of the Lord, our virtues and honor and life, that I remember to stay in that place that I fear, that I stay in the, the all of you, and that I fear, that I have fear. And not that scared fear, but just that reverence of knowing who you are in every situation, in everything. It's an acknowledgement. It's a um, uh, a step to just remember, God, I give you reverence in everything, knowing that you're in everything, in every moment, in every decision, that I fear you, that I go to you, that I'm in relationship with you constantly, that I'm always talking to you, that I give you, that I don't make any decisions without you, that um, you guide and rule everything that we have and everything that we have going on, that you have the secrets and mysteries to the things that we have, and, God, that I need to come to you about everything. Here. When you get into all of these different things, it's about the wisdom. And we talked about that in the, on our practical how to manage about the wisdom and understanding and knowledge. And here all of the answers are in our very word of God. If we open up the word of God, I, I walked away from this this week saying, Lord, we've got to get, not we, me, the heart check, i got to get in the word even more. Because there it is, it says the fear and all of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, a good understanding, have all they that do his commandments, his praise endures forever. 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. And the fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. Anything that you desire, the fear of the Lord is the wisdom. It's just the beginning of wisdom. That we get into such a place where we say, God, that we give you reverence and honor, that we fear you, that we stay in awe, that we look to him to do um, expedient and, and um, give us an expected um, result in the things that we're asking him for, that we look to him to do great things, that we have this expectation that he's going to turn things around. It's a mindset. Um, shift in everything that we think about, knowing that if there's this reverence that God can do amazing things, I think we, not think, not we, I'm not going to say we, I, I don't have, um, I don't embody sometimes enough faith in everything. Looking at what the circumstances look at look like right now and just saying, God, I know that you can be amazing things and just changing everything that we think about, all that we have going on staying in awe and reverence and going in deeper and going in deeper and getting with God, the fear of God. And so today, even when you think about that 365 times in the Bible, it's not so much about the fear that we um, embody, the fear that we have going on. There is anxiousness and fear, and I've talked about doing a study about that because the Lord has watched it so many times. But we always hear that, that the word fear is in the Bible 365 times. So that means that the Lord has something to say about it. But what he really has to say, if you if you look about look on this here, it's the fear of the Lord that we need to get to a place where we fear God. Not so much that we are scared, but that we give him reverence, that we give him awe, that we give him reverence for waking us up this morning, that we give him reverence even for the ability to open up our mouths today, to open up our eyes, to see, to hear, to um, be in everything that we have going on. Reverence before we even begin to talk and get on the phone and get on social media, that we give him reverence, that we fear him, Lord, that we talk to him. excuse me, and say, God, that we desire to have more wisdom and understanding and knowledge. Um, There are so many scriptures, and they go into Psalms and Proverbs and everything, but that I encourage you today, that it even says in Proverbs 10 and 27, the fear of the Lord prolongs, prolongeth these. The fear of the Lord is strong confidence, and his children shall have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death, that we would consider looking at the fear of the Lord. Amen. The awe of him. Again, it is the awe. I'm going to give it to you one more time um, just so you have it. An overwhelming, the awe. This is the awe of God meaning. It's reverential awe. Um, an overwhelming feeling of reverence, admiration, fear. And then I'm going to give you what is reverential awe. Um, reverential comes close to implying worship. A devoutly religious person feels reverential towards God. For example, it is rooted in the Latin word rever- reverentia, awe or respect, um, to stand in awe or fear or to be afraid of. And then it, you see it says reverential comes from um, a close to implying worship. And so that we continue to today to stay in worship to God. I believe I had this conversation with one of my really close friends because I heard her um, last, was it last Sunday? We used to sing on the choir together and she used to sing the song. And as I was sitting in my living room, I hear, I heard her. I didn't hear the song. I heard her sing the song. And it was the, the, the stink words because the song is um, Give Me a Clean Heart. And I just heard her, and I, I was going to send her, and, and the Lord was like, no, you call her. And I called her, and I began to talk to her, and we just talked about the word worship and how um, we are, we as a people, we are worshipers, and we are missing the worship and how we have to get to a place where we just stay in consistent worship with God, but that we miss corporate worship. It's, it's a little bit different that we miss corporate worship. And so when I even look at this here, it just comes close to implying worship, that we stay in worship with God. Because when you get in the presence of God and you worship him, there's things that happen. There's, um, there's uh, mountains that are being moved. 
There's things that are being crushed in the spirit. There's God changing you and changing some things about you that you don't even know. Being in constant worship, that you come close to him. I always say this thing because this is my, my, one of my scriptures that I, um, I stand on is that I draw nigh to God because I want him to be close to me, um, that I want to be in awe of him. I want to give him reverence. I want to fear the Lord because I know that there's some things that he shows me all the time um, about me, about myself, about my life, about just some things that just totally amaze me and have me scratching my head of all of the things that God has shown me just in my dream life and even in my um, the prophetic words that he's given me. I look back in my prophetic uh, word book yesterday of the things that God has said to me over the last two years because over the last year because sometimes there's so many of them I have to change the book. And so I even had to go out and get a different kind of book um, that mirrors so I could just keep like this almost encyclopedia of Britannica. When I get out of this volume, it'll go to the next book, if that makes sense. I just kept one book. And so I'm at all with God. This is things, even when you go back and turn the pages of the things that he said to you about certain things, I'm in awe and reverence to God because I know that where we are right now, what it looks like right now, is not what is going on. And we are spiritual giants, amen, spiritual giants slaying down. And sometimes we are not, I, I keep saying we, I just want to speak about me, not tapping into the full power that we are given to dominate in this world through prayer, through our words, through our um, compassion, through our talking to people, through encouragement. We are spiritual giants. And um, we need to get to a, a different place in God. Amen. So today we talked about the all of God. The scripture again, just so I give it to you one more time, that you have it is Psalms 33 and 8. As soon as my thing opens up. Oh, it is. It is so good. The scripture is, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. And it's Psalms 38 and 8. But make sure that you read Psalm 33, 69 as the entire um, scripture um, reading. But our focus is Psalm 33 and 8. So we thank God for you joining us this morning. Um, and that you hope you have some revelation about the all of God, the fear of God, and how the fear of the Lord will give um, you so many different things to consider in God's word. It's so many references about the fear of the Lord is of life, and so when we're struggling and um, we are sick in our body, it's the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord will say, you need to stop, you know, ingesting certain things. You need to take care of this and start taking care of your body. Even as I walked outside to get in my car this morning, I was like, this will be a wonderful day to get up and go walk this morning. And so um, that's that, that um, fear of the Lord where he's always talking to you about every of your life and what you need to do. Sometimes we nudge it off and don't pay attention, but the Lord is always guiding you and directing you every day if you shall listen to him and not just push it away. Um, he's always correcting and um, convincing you. The Holy Spirit is always giving you great, great things if, if you will listen to him. Amen. So we thank you for joining us this morning for the word. Hopefully you got something out of the all of God and that you would ask him for the more, that he would um, talk to you and that you would dive into the book of um, the word of God and get into just a lesson about the fear of God and so that you would um, walk in a different stance and just have be in all with him. I'm in all with God. I love the God. I love, I love the God. I love, um, I guess, I love the God that we serve. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for Today, God, opening up our eyes, Lord God, letting us be able to hear our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, that I had so many thoughts before this prayer call about some things that we are believing you for, Lord Jesus. We thank you today. First, God, we just want to come before you, Lord God, with a repentive heart. I noticed that this week is the, the, the clarion um, call of the prophet, that we always come before you just before we can repenting for anything that we missed, any misstep, Lord God, anything that we missed, Lord God, anything that we, any person that we have offended and said something 
Lord God, that we ask you right now to help us clean that thing up, Lord God, before we come before your throne, Lord God, that we put it on the altar. And we so thank you, Lord God. We give you reverence today, God, standing in front of you, Lord God, standing in the need of prayer that we saw and I listened to yesterday. Me, Lord, standing in the need of prayer, Lord God. Me, Lord God, and your people today, Lord God, on this prayer line, standing in the need of prayer. Lord God, we ask you today, Lord God, to just bless our homes, Lord God. Bless our homes, Lord God. Bless these bodies that we live in, Lord God, that we would go out today, Lord God, that we would walk, Lord God, where you say walk, Lord God, that we would talk to whom you have us to talk to, Lord God. These assignments that we have, God, you've given us one more day. God, I thank you. God, I so thank you today. God, I thank you. Lord God, help us through this day like never before, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to just bless your people, Lord Jesus. Bless your people. Bless your people that you send our way, Lord God, to encourage us, Lord God. Bless us today, Lord God, to go out and encourage your people that need encouragement, Lord God. These are people that are dying. Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, to help us, Lord God, to win souls. Yes, Lord God, that we would go and share the gospel. God, you keep talking to me about Acts 1. And, God, I ask you to help us to just go and be able to share the gospel. Share your gospel, God, that we would get in the word, Lord God, and share your word with your people. Lord God, we thank you for kind conversations that we have with people, that we will be able to encourage them. That's the word today, God, that we will be able to encourage your people. God, encourage our souls, Lord God, even as David needs to be encouraged, Lord God. Lift us up, Lord God. Every person, Lord God, that is downcast, Lord God, or burdened, or discouraged, or dismayed, Lord God, that you have not forgotten them, Lord God, that you have your mind on them, Lord God, that you have your your ears at their heart, Lord God, that you have your your mind on them, Lord God, and you haven't forgotten them. We thank you today. God, we just thank you, Lord God, that you just bless your people today. Bless us going out today, God. Send our angels, Lord God, to encamp around us, Lord God. Lord God, that you would uh, keep us safe and ahead of protection, Lord God, as we move about, Lord God, in this day. God, that we ask you just to cover like never before. God, you know. You know what's in our heart today, Lord God, so we ask you to just lift us up, God. Lift our minds up. God, lift our bodies up, Lord God, that we put those things in front of you, God, everything that concerns us, Lord God, that we put it in front of you, God, that we cast all of our cares in front of you, Lord God. God, we thank you, Lord God, for your desire today to just be holy, Lord God. Consecrate our lives, Lord God, and things that are not like you that we ask you to cut them from us, Lord God. God, that we desire to do your will, Lord God, your will and your perfect will, Lord God. God, that we come before, we come before you today, God, for you, um, to give you just the, the all, Lord God, and the reverence today. Speak to us like never before, Lord God. God, hear our cries, Lord God. Hear our prayers, Lord God. God, lift us up today like never before. God, we so thank you today. <clears throat> we pray for your people. God, we ask you that you would be provision in our lives today, Lord God. God, whoever, Lord God, is just struggling today, God, that we ask you be that you would be provision in life, Lord God, that you would be the banner that they need, God. God, that you would be righteous in their lives, Lord God. And we thank you today, God. Help us to make right decisions, Lord God. To come before you, Lord God, and do the just thing, Lord God. God, we thank you, Lord, that you would keep our minds, Lord God, on those things that are pure and holy, Lord God. And everything that's not like you, Lord God, that we ask you to cut it away, Lord God, that you would cut the enemy's head, Lord God. God, that we stand on righteousness today, Lord God, that we stand before you, Lord God. God, just being obedient. We ask you, Lord God, to give us obedient hearts, Lord God, that we not miss, Lord God, our purpose, Lord God, and our destiny, Lord God, that we keep on going, Lord God, and that we um, be so careful, Lord God, that wisdom and knowledge and understanding, Lord God, that you would guide us, Lord God. The word says to teach us to pray, Lord God. That's what your disciples ask. And, God, we still today say, God, teach us to pray, Lord God, that we come before you today, Lord God, humble, 
Lord God, humility, Lord God, that you would teach us to pray, Lord God, that you would teach us those things to ask you for, Lord God. God, that you would teach us to come before you, Lord God, in those times, Lord God, where we just push it off, Lord God, where you want to speak to us, Lord God. This the burden, Lord God, the oceans, Lord God, that we would come before you, Lord God. God, that we would hear your cries, Lord God, that you would hear your heart, Lord God, as it relates to everything that is going on around us, God. As we continue our communities, God, that we hold up our communities, Lord God, and the places that we live, Lord God, the neighborhoods that we live, Lord God, that we pray, Lord God, that you would be in the midst of conversations in the boardrooms, Lord God, as they're making decisions about us, Lord God, and as it relates to our communities. Lord God, we pray for our neighbors, Lord God, as we look out about them, Lord God, that you would lift their hearts up, Lord God, that the people that are suffering today, Lord God, that may be going through sickness and, and feel like all is lost, Lord God, that you are with them, Lord God, to the very end. Lord God, bring in your people, God. Bring in their um their souls, Lord God, because you still have given us time, Lord God. So not all have heard your word, Lord God. So we thank you today, God, governmental, Lord God, we pray, Lord God. Nations, we pray, Lord God, that things would just be in order, Lord God, and we place you in everything, Lord God. We know that you have not forgotten about us, Lord God, even though things look um, crazy and chaotic at times, Lord God, we know that you are in the midst of everything. And so, God, we put our hands in your hands, Lord God, and we walk with you. Lord God, we put our um, our mouths to your ears, Lord God, so that we would talk to you, Lord God. Give us this day our daily bread that we have never seen before, Lord God, as we walk with you today, God, that we so desire to walk with you today. God, help us to stop trying so hard, Lord God, and to depend on you. Lord God, that there's riches and glory in you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that if we get in your word that you would prosper us today, God. We thank you, Lord God, for holiness, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, because you are divine, God, and we are blessed. Lord God, we are blessed, and we are blessed, Lord God. We thank you for your faithfulness, Lord God, and great is that faithfulness, Lord God, because you meet us here morning by morning, Lord God. Thank you, God, because you've never seen the righteous forsaken or the seed begging for bread, and so we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, because you have steadfast love, Lord God, and you continue to love us, Lord God. And so we thank you today, God, for this prayer, Lord God, that we lift it up in front of you today, Lord God, that you care so much about your people, Lord God, on this prayer call, Lord God, in this prayer group, Lord God, as we struggle with different things, God, even if we're struggling with fear, Lord God, the fear to not be able to move forward, God, the fear that we're still looking back, Lord God, and wanting to stay in the place of of behind, Lord God, even as um, I'm reminded of Sodom and Gomorrah, Lord God, where um, the wife wanted to look back because she just was still attached to the thing, and sometimes we're still attached and we don't want to go forward, God, help us to move forward in the things that we God, you remind me of the dream that I had about the kangaroo and how the kangaroos only move forward. God, that we move forward in the things of you, Lord God, that we so depend on you, Lord God. Great is your faithfulness, God. You are faithful to us, Lord God, that we take every step, that we keep on moving, Lord God, that your love abounds, Lord God, that we are not hopeless, God, but that we are hopeful in you. Lord God, that we cast our cares on you, Lord God, and God, that you are moving mountains on our behalf, Lord God. We just ask you today, Lord God, to keep us covered, Lord God. Keep our minds on you, Lord God, those things that are tearing us down, Lord God, the things that when we are dying in the spirit, Lord God, help us to, Lord God, to just keep chasing after you, Lord God. God, as we grow close to you, God, that you will get close to us, Lord God. We draw nigh to you, God. God, that we want more of you, Lord God, and less of us, Lord God. Help us to decrease as you increase, Lord God. Those realms that I even prayed last week of prayer, Lord God, realms of revelation, Lord God, of new knowledge, Lord God, that, Lord God, that we just walk into a new place of understanding in you, Lord God, and that you would reveal some things like never before, Lord God. It is available to us. We don't have to say, God, that that thing right there, because there's no um, respected person, that, that that thing right there is available just to that person, God, that we tap in, Lord God, that we dominate here on this earth, Lord God, that you have us to intercede, Lord God, and pray for your people. And, Lord God, that you have promises yet to be fulfilled in our lives, Lord God. And we grab 
through things, God, because you watch over the over your word to perform them. And so we thank you for that today. God, that there's prophetic things over our life, Lord God, that we are still waiting to see manifestation, Lord God, in time, in this Kairos, Kronos time, Lord God, that we know in the Kronos time that we haven't seen some of those things, God, but in the Kairos time, it's already done. It has already happened, God, so let us walk out this thing like never before that we would walk and we would follow you, Lord God, and we would hold on to your statutes and your precepts, God, and your principles, and we would never um, be moved, Lord God, that we would be shaken in those things, Lord God, that when things come in front of us, Lord God, we would just know that they are tests, Lord God, and they are part of our testimony. And so, God, we just want to give you praise today. We so thank you, Lord God, for this um, this day that we've never seen before, God, that we give you honor, Lord God, because you are a just God, Lord God, a just God, God, just working out things on our behalf, always working things out on our behalf, always moving and abounding, Lord God, always loving us, Lord God, never forgetting about us, and we so thank you. We thank you, Lord God, where it seems as if we are alone sometimes, even in hospitals, and we're looking and saying, God, where is it? Where have you gone? Where have you where you moved away from this situation? And, God, we know that you are still there, Lord God, even as we're here on this prayer call that you haven't moved away from us, Lord God. And even if you have, Lord God, let us get back to the place, Lord God, that we get to a place of repentance, Lord God, that we say, Lord God, forgive us for whatever we've done, Lord God, and help us to restore our relationship with you today, Lord God, because it is utter most important to us, Lord God, to be in covenant relationship with you. You are our Father, our Abba Father, Lord God, and we so, so love you, God. We thank you for admiration, that love, God. We thank you for fear and reverence today, God. We give you all those things, God. We give you glory today, God. Help us, God, to get into a place that we can praise you, God, and worship you, Lord God. We lift up our hands, even as we're in this car today, God giving you praise, Lord God, because we so love you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us one more day, Lord God, to still come in front of you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, God, for bringing our families and giving our families one more day, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for life and life more abundantly, Jesus. We so bless you. We thank you, Lord God, for these things. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray, the name that is above no other name, Lord God. In Jesus' name, God, we pray. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for you being our advocate and sending the Holy Spirit. And even as I'm in this time of just acts, the Holy Spirit came upon them and gave them power, Lord Jesus. Let us not dismiss that we have power, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit always advocating for us and, and helping us and guiding us, Lord Jesus. Thank you for our help, Lord God, that we have help available to us every moment of the day. And we so thank you for your perfect plan, for peace in our life, Lord Jesus, for peace in our households, for peace in our minds, Lord Jesus, that we don't have to go around here and disagree, Lord God, thinking that um, things are never going to change, Lord God, because they will, Lord God, as long as we depend on you. And so we thank you. We thank you for this prayer. You are an awesome God. You are an awesome God, Lord God, and we um, desire to praise you every time that we can. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Thank you so much for joining us for Simply Pray today. Remember, the scripture is Psalm 33 for today. I have to make this retraction um, because I think (laughs) um, I messed it all up. Our Bible study for the next Bible study is not until May 21st. And I made the comment and said April 21st because I really needed it to be April, May 21st, and I put it for May 21st, but I think I got caught up in the April 21st because I was like, no, we can't start Bible study that fast. We needed some time. When I go, went back on Simply Study, the Bible study is not until um, May the 21st. So that's when we'll be starting. It's another Bible study um, by Jenny Allen, who is awesome. I wrote another one of her books about um, the threading of life. I forget the name of that one, but the study is up in the group, so you can go and grab it. The book is a blue book. Um, it's about proving yourself and all of these things that we have going on. I think it's, it, um, 
especially important right now because the conversation that is the common conversation that I'm seeing is that comparativeness on social media and how um, the enemy always uses social media, social media. You go look at somebody else's life and she has all these things going on. And I think when you get into a place, I'm not completely delivered from that, if I can be transparent, but I have to a place that I know that God has a specific call for me and blessings for me and um, just a, a design for me. And I think when you work in that place and know who you are in God, even when you feel that you haven't met certain benchmarks, we can get to, um, and I understand this because there's a conversation that I'm having, but I remember being 30 years old, 27 maybe, and I had this goal that I was buying this house at the age of 30. I didn't make 30, but I bought the house at 33. But I had a specific goal that I, that is what I wanted. And there's benchmarks that you have. I'm, I'm going to be married by this time. I'm going to buy this house by this time. You know, you especially as women, we have all of these lists. And so when you have this comparison, especially on social media, um, it, you get into a place of comparing and looking at people's lives, and I'm, I'm so guilty of that. I had to uh, uh, repent in everything, totally repent. When you see all of those things, you have to just know that God has the purpose and plan for you. And even when we go through this study, I'm excited about it because you don't have to prove anything. When you walk in your lane, and I remember having this conversation, when you truly walk in your lane and know that God has a destiny and purpose for you, it kind of just filters out. If you guys ever seen the movie Biker Boys, at the very end of Biker Boys where he had to have that peripheral vision on and block out everything to get to the end of the finish line so that he could beat his father. When you get in that zone with God where everything is blocked out, where you get in that focus, then all of these things and proving things and all these things just kind of go out the door. It is you and God. And ultimately, we simply pray. That is our mandate for you to simply pray, more so to pray, um, but to get into relationship with God. The prayer gets you to the relationship with God, that you conversate with him, he conversates with you, he conversates with you, you conversate with him, that you get in ultimate relationship with God, and that nothing um, in this world will move you. There's some things that will move you, but you always are going to take it back to God and get the answers that you need. Amen. So we hope that the prayer call blesses you today. It's about the all of God, that you have an amazing day. I feel like um, we had Easter already, <laughs> but I feel like I went in the vein of thinking that this is, I feel like this is Easter weekend, um, and it is not. You know, Easter doesn't stay on the same day. It just moves, um, unlike Christmas. Um, so you still kind of feel like in the pain of Easter, but it's not. So we we hope that the prayer call blessed you and that you have an amazing day, that you think about the all and the reverence of God, and that God truly, truly um, blesses you today and that you continue to walk with him. As we always say, be fit, be blessed, have an amazing day. And so we, we're back next week. Amen.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.